Hello everyone, I'm Mark Saxford and I want to welcome you all to my new podcast called People Behind Brands, brought to you by Making Websites Better. Throughout the series, I'll be opening up my little black book of contacts where I'll be joined by an inspirational guest from the world of business, getting to the bottom of what made them so successful. In each episode, I'll be touching upon the highs and the lows that every professional has faced along the way. To never miss an episode, subscribe to exclusive content now and follow us on our social media platforms. People behind brands. Life lessons from the world of business. Never stop believing. A motto our next guest is all about. This is a man who could sell ice to the Eskimos. The ultimate salesman who's always one step ahead of the competition. A successful entrepreneur who's co-founded his company Going Store using the global pandemic as a springboard and taking his business to the next level. You'll find that this person behind his brand is changing the way we think, act and live our lives online. But Andre Hordegoda isn't just a businessman, he's a family man. His continued drive to succeed on a huge scale is founded upon the close relationships with his business partner, loving wife and supportive family. So let's go in store and find out more about this great man. <clears throat> Welcome to the show, Andre. It's great to have you on. How are you doing today? Very well. Thanks for asking, Mark. Yeah, pleasure to be on. Where can we find you today? Looks like you're at home. I'm at home, actually. Yeah, I've just yeah. kicked my wife out of the office, which she uses most of the time. I'm, I've been relegated to the dining table most of the time, but it's close <laughs> to the kitchen, so that's okay. Good. Excellent. Uh, so Making Websites Better, the sponsor of this podcast, are proud to have been working closely with Andre's company, Going Store, on their website and digital marketing requirements. Going Store is a UK-based creator of a pioneering first-person shopping experience for online customers. Their mission is simple, to create humanising customer experiences in the digital world. Andre is a highly successful entrepreneur, and I'm delighted he has joined us to share his story and life lessons from the world of business. So Andre, let's press on with the first question. Take us back to where it all started and going store and what going store is all about uh yeah sure so so look i mean i've been in the e-commerce industry since god before everyone had a website and everyone had an email address so going back to sort of 2001 2002 and i've always been on the technology side predominantly supporting retailers to improve their their websites to to get better conversion rates and average order values right so so, so that's my background and um, about seven eight years ago um, I was working for a personalization company uh, called Peri- uh, Perius. And what they did is product recommendations. So you see people who bought this also bought this when you're on you know, a, a retailer website. It's quite common, right? Now, that sort of technology increases conversion rate but by a very, very small amount, right? So 1% to 2%. And I had a realization that um, if you look at, if you look at um, most retailers, the two most important channels they've got is the website and the physical store, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look at the KPIs that sit behind these two channels, they're very, very different. When you go into a store, to prevent your, 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 uh, the probability of you buying something is probably about 30, 40%, right? But if you go to that same retailer's website, only one to 2% of people will buy it. But conversely, if you look at the amount of footfall or traffic you get to a website, it's incredibly high compared to a store which is dictated by its geography. So you've got high conversion in a, in a physical store. Uh, very, and comparatively low footfall, and then you've got huge footfall on a website, but very low conversion. And we thought if we could do, what could we do to take the, the high conversion aspect of the store and apply it to the you know, far reaching capacity of a website? And that was really the concept of, of, of going store. Um, and you know, seven years later, we haven't pivoted. We do exactly that. 
And the good news is we achieve in-store conversion rates in the online channel. So we do what we exactly what we set out to do. Yeah, excellent. So yeah, as you know, as if people don't know that Going Store has grown massively um, over the mm. last couple of years. Um, yeah. But before setting up Going Store, you've had strong experience in sales and business development. So how valuable was that when embarking on the vision of Going Store? Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I, I set out to become a salesperson. You know, that's what I wanted to do when I was growing up. My dad was a salesperson. Uh, my mum's a, a successful entrepreneur in her, in her own right. And I actually went to university studying psychology with with a view of becoming a salesperson, which which is quite strange, especially in sort of 90s. I think, you know, sales was slightly frowned upon. It wasn't really, wasn't really considered a profession. But, um, you know, I went into it and I, I studied psychology for that purpose, really, to, to, to see if, I, you know, having a better understanding of the human psyche could, could, help, um, could help in sales. But, yeah, sales through and through. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, you're always selling, right? Um, and, you know, to the day, I'm, I'm the co-founder, co-CEO of the business, but predominantly I get involved in the sales and marketing side of the business. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like you still have the passion for it. So despite yeah. great success already, owning your own company and doing what you want when you want, what would you say is your why in life now? Uh, my why in life? Um, do, do you know what? I, I just, I, 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 we're going to die. We're all going to die one day. This is a bit of a morbid way to start this uh, this answer. <laughs> but I just, just hold that close to my heart, you know, and I think that, you know, every day you've got to get the most out of it. It's all about experiences, keep people around you smiling, you know. Um, and, you know, for me, it's, it's uh, one thing I realized quite early on, uh, actually, Mark, is, is that it's not necessarily achieving it. It's the striving for it that drives me. So I'm happy, happiest when I'm trying to get something. And often, you know, I think back to, to my first, um, first sales job, actually, before I got into technology in 2002, was actually in recruitment. Right. And, um, you know, I was really driven, um, you know, I was one of the, you know, if I don't mind saying so, one of, one of the be- be- better, better sales guys there. But we had a car target to hit and they told us, you know, if you achieve this number over a year, we'd give you a car allowance. Uh, but they said, don't worry, no one gets it in their first year. And I got it in nine months. And then yeah. I went out and bought myself an Audi Cabriolet. Do you remember yeah. those? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like Lady Diana's car. And I remember having it and, you know, I was, I was buzzing the first week. But then after that, I got really depressed and I just didn't know what it was. And it was because I'd achieved it and I didn't have any goals from then on in. So I quickly learned that, you know, you, you, you constantly got to be achieving something else. You know, yeah. so no matter what um, I achieve, you know, even as I'm getting close to achieving something, I'm starting to plan what the next step should be. Yeah. It sounds like you've, all, you've always got that next move in your head of always. what you're going to do. Um, yeah. But w- one area that has been a... A hot topic on this podcast and for all of us over the last 18 months is the global pandemic. So how would you say going store have overcome this period? Well, I, I, I sound like a broken, broken record when I say this, but it's taken seven years in a global pandemic for us to become an overnight success is the truth mm. of it. So, you know, to, I, I don't believe in luck when it comes to business, but, the, you know, I think you've got to be in the right place, the right time. And we started probably five years too early uh, with going store. It took a long time. You know, I don't know how we got, but looking back, I don't know how my business partner and I got through it. You know, we used to struggle on how we're going to pay salaries, all this sort of stuff. And we were evangelizing, selling something no one else was doing. Um, and then, you know, it started to work in 2018, November 2018. I remember the month of the, and, and the end of the year, it started to work with Curry's PC World. And, you know, we were slowly winning business, probably growing 20% year on year. And then the pandemic came. And, you know, if you, if you think about retailers, you know, <laughs> everyone's confined to their houses right so um yeah you can shop online but there's a massive missing part if you can't speak to someone when you want to buy that laptop or you know talk to someone about the fabric of the, of the furniture or understand the weight of the watch that you're thinking about buying 
that happened, that's human to human contact. So we were just perfectly, perfectly um, positioned. It forced consumers, if they wanted to get support in, in the sales cycle, they had no option but to use our technology. And, you know, we, we have like a 92% customer satisfaction rate. So once people use it for the first time, they continue doing it. So long story short, we were growing year on year 20%, and then COVID came along and we grew a thousand percent. So we've gone from 12 people to almost a hundred people in the business um, internationally. You know, uh, the, the volume of going store calls that happen. I mean, Black Friday, 2018, we'd be lucky if we got to 500 in a day. Black wow. Friday, 2020, we were doing 500 calls every three minutes. Yeah, wow. Just massive, massive growth. Yeah, and it's here to stay. So really, kind of the, the, the pandemic was not a blessing in disguise, but it sort of helped you out of your business. And because yeah. yours is very much, you know, predominantly online, you know, it's it's a case that actually it wasn't too bad and you could actually get through and you actually grew in, in the pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, you know, it's... It's, I don't want to say we benefited from, you know, the misfortune of people. I, you know, we can hold our heads high because actually I like to think we, to, in, to a small extent, we kept the, the wheels of commerce going, right? Because you think about, I mean, Kai's PC World, we took hundreds of staff who would otherwise be furloughed and put them back in job in jobs. Same with Sigma Jewelers across the US. We're talking thousands of people across our client base who were kept employed mm. you know, because of the technology. So, so we can really hold our, our heads high and and... You know, I was always, it sounds a bit like a megalomaniac thing to say, but I always wanted to change the world a little bit. Yeah. And uh, in our small way for retail, I think we have, you know, we yeah. started, started a movement. Yeah, definitely. Um, so for, for you personally, how much of an impact did the pandemic have on you, you know, sort of stuck at home, not being able to sort of see loved ones and all that type of thing? Do you know what? I still have, I've got a lot of family uh, in, in Florida and Miami and I haven't been to see them. My mum, my sister's out there, you know, my grandmother's not very well at the moment. That, that's been awful. Um, flip side, you know, I'm lucky that I'm at this stage in life. I'm in my mid forties. Um, I've got, you know, beautiful wife, you know, 11 year old daughter. And, you know, we've got a bit of space. We live outside of London, you know, um, if I was some of the guys that work, work for us, you know, in a, in a, in a flat, you know, mm. just, you know, stuck indoors for, for, for the whole of last summer, that would have been horrific. Um, so, you know, in, in a positive way, you know, a lot of people complain about homeschooling. In, in fairness, my wife did most of it, but I got to spend so much more time with my, with my daughter, you yeah. know, and, and, and that's great, you know, and, and you know, luckily we, we've got a, quite a well-functioning family unit here, so we weren't pulling, pulling each other's hair out. Yeah, that you know that's been a positive for us. You know. Yeah, I think when you think about like the key things that have happened over that period of time, and you know the positives that came out of it, everyone that we've spoken to, you know, whether it's personally or on the podcast, it's a case that that you know family's been such a massive thing, uh, and spending time with them is obviously the key there. So, but you know, as you know, the aim of this podcast is to delve deeper into some of the more testing times and setbacks that come along in life. So, other than the pandemic, what would you say? have been some of the challenges that you've had to overcome in your personal life that, you know, have always sort of stayed with you? I think, I think one, one, one time, one event that, that sticks with me and, and, you know, I always try and turn things into a positive and I, I guess it did turn out to be a positive, but I got fired a few years ago. And so, so going back through my career, it happened once um, and, and I'm glad it happened because it, it was a turning point for me. So I, I career wise, you know, I always I wanted to get into sales, as I said, um, in the back of my head, I always wanted to start my own business. You know, my friends would always joke, oh, you should go on Dragon's Den and all this sort of stuff over the years. Uh, maybe I will do, but perhaps I go on as a dragon rather than a, rather than yeah. 
you know. Yeah. But um, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I moved, I worked in very big organizations like Experian, I worked for a company called Hitwise within the Experian group, and there are thousands of staff. And then I purposely got involved with, with startups. And there was this one tech startup, I worked there for a year, uh, it was an Israeli tech startup. And um, I was the, I was launching in the UK. And my immediate line manager um, was, I don't know, it was, it was a, sort of micromanaging me, but he didn't let me, didn't let me get exposure to the other people in the business. So everything was going through him and I found, found it really challenging. Um, anyway, it didn't work out in the end and fired me. Now, that hit me hard, like being fired. It, it was an ego thing, though. It was, you know, in actual fact, I wasn't right for the business. It, you know, they, they weren't right for me. I wasn't right for them. But that sort of, that, that crush on your ego, it was so painful, you know, but, you know, I let it sit with me for, you know, a couple of weeks and I thought, you know, enough's enough. And I sort of turned that energy into a positive, just, just put, you know, turn it into, I was about to swear there, I don't want to swear, but I, I was almost like, F you, watch this, right? So, yeah. and that was the, you know, that sort of really turned it into fire and it's driven me. And I suspect our company's probably doing better than theirs now. So, so you know, thank you. I won't mention any names, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I suppose in, it, in, in times of where you know adversity and stuff like that, it's it's those things that make you stronger. I think. Yeah. Um, and yeah. if that things if if that thing hadn't happened, that experience hadn't happened, you not might not be where you are today. So, yeah. I suppose you know these things happen for reasons. What I like to believe, anyway. But um, yeah. I suppose one question you just mentioned about um, you know being on Dragon's Den, potentially being a dragon one day. What 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 kind of dragon do you think you'd be? Oh, I'd be really nice to be honest with you. I'm, I'm a, I think the problem that most salespeople are the easiest to sell to. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, thankfully, my business partner's a really good negotiator because I'm rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'll buy it. Right. So, um, so yeah, I think I'll probably be quite a quite a nice a nice track, a very encouraging track. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be, you know, wouldn't be. I think that. I mean, they do ham it up a little bit for the show, and I've I've, I've met a couple of those guys. Um, uh, not Theo Peters, I'm thinking of the other chap, uh, Tuka. Yes. Yeah. When I met him, when I was at, I I actually sold to him when I was at Hitwise, and I mean, he's he's some of them ham it up for the camera, but yeah. he's actually like that. He he yeah. literally. He put me on such edge when, <laughs> like, he's, but we got the deal and he did the deal. He spent 25 grand there and then signed up for the contract. It was like a, you know, 25 minute um, uh, meeting. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd be a nice dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we, we we sort of touched upon earlier in terms of family. So family is another area that has kept many people going through the pandemic or times of hardship throughout their lives and ca- uh, careers. Talk to us about your support network and how the important people in your life have, have had that effect on you. It's, it's a great question. Um, my, my, my wife is my biggest fan, but also my biggest critic. I think it's probably it. And, you know, I've been, I've been throwing ideas around. So we've been together since, oh, God, 16 years now. So, um, and, you know, the first... I started the business seven years ago, so if we do the maths, you know, up until that point, I was constantly having ideas, what about this, what about this, and she, she would trash them. But um, it may have been the fact that my business partner, who happens to be uh, a very close friend of mine, I actually went to, to, to high school with him as well. Um, and it, when we came up with the concept of going store, she got behind it, and that meant a lot to me. You know, and, and and it meant a lot in, in the sense that you know I was on, I was earning decent money, and I, we just quit our job with no income. So, you know, she was the breadwinner for, for many, many years. And I mean, that's just incredible, you know, no, no complaints. Um, and, you know, keep keeping your chin up when you're having a, having a tough day. And, yeah. and similarly with my business partner, interestingly, 
we're not only were are we friends for, for many, many decades, we actually have the same birthday, which is very strange. So I don't oh, know, okay. I'm not into star signs, but we're, we are, we're, we're quite different in many ways, but in the most important way, I think we're very similar. And that's that we have, we have an unwavering belief that things are going to be good and they're going to work out. We're very, very optimistic and very positive. Yeah. Like you can't be bulletproof every day. Some days you have an off day. But the good thing about he and I is that we're never both having an off day at the same time, right? Because that mm. would be dangerous. Yeah. So, yeah. so if I'm having a shit day, I could chat to him. And, you know, we don't have any mentors is, is the truth of it. We've got each other, you know. And a lot of people say, if you want to be successful, have mentors. But, you know, I mean, we've got a board now. And, and you know, more recently, there's, you know, we have a bit more of an advisor network as the company's grown. But, you know, it's, it's over the years, it's just been... He and I and um, then my wife, you know, to, to 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 give us a pat on the back every now and again, or or, or to, to tell me to pull my socks up and, and stop wallowing in self pity, you know. Yeah. So you you mentioned two key partnerships, there, obviously, with yeah. your wife and with your business partner as well. So, how would you say that those two partnerships complement each other on on yourself? Um. So it's a good question. I think you know. <laughs> So my, my, my wife will hear me, she'll know when I'm talking to Armin, Armin my business partner, because we say the same things over and over again. And it's yeah. constant like, mate, you're doing well, this is great. We just, we're just like cheerleaders to each other, just constantly. And she's like, Andre, you've been saying that for the last hour. But you, she doesn't understand how important that is, right? Yeah. <laughs> just, just, sometimes we've got nothing to say to each other, new, but we'll just call each other up just to, just to, just to you know, I'm actually going, going for a meal with him tonight. Um, uh, to do to do that just to chat about how great we're doing you know and 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 and, and you know encourage us but um uh yeah i think the the difference with amanda is she she well she knows me you know a, a lot more intimately obviously right yeah. so she she you know on a day-to-day basis knows how i'm feeling right and you know can can, can sense my mood and um we've just got so we've got a, a good relationship there's no nonsense in our relationship we have an argument every now and again but the reality is we are there for each other and we encourage each other, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So, you know, you sound like a, you know, a really busy individual, but you know, when you allow yourself to have some time to yourself and, you know, just, just time away from work, you know, what are the, what are your main passions and your interests in life? I, I want to say that from having an off week to be honest with you, but I want to say uh, I'm, I'm reasonably active. I, I did the, I use the gym quite a lot. Um, I'm, I've just signed up for, Hemel Hempstead Hill Busters, a 60k, 60k bike ride next week. Um, and I literally haven't been on that my road bike for about two years. So I've just dusted it off. I don't know how I'm going to handle that. But I, li- I like doing that sort of stuff. I do the occasional triathlon. Um, we've got like a half marathon lined up. If I put it in the diary, I'll train for it. It's basically basically um, my mantra. So yeah, fitness. Um, I probably drink a little bit too much sometimes, if I'm honest <laughs> with you. Um, you know, uh, obviously, Paul, I mean, Paul and I had a... Had a well, the two times I've been, been for a beer with him, it's uh, we've both been in the doghouse the next day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's mentioned a couple of times your nights out yeah yeah pretty yeah. legendary it's a dangerous one so so um yeah we <laughs> yes he was asking about the, the the final on sunday and uh i'm gonna watch it from home because yeah. i've got a really important meeting on monday so <laughs> <laughs> if i go out yeah yeah fair enough so whether it's on a, pro- uh, a professional or a personal level what does the overall big picture look like for you, Andre, or, you know, the, the bigger picture for going store, what's, what's your, what's your plans for the future? So, so we're, we're into a massive, massive, um, um, so, so what's happened. So we were innovators, you know, seven years ago, first kind of the first in the world to do what we do as a video first solution. Um, you know, the, 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 
you, you go through, when, you, when you have an innovation company, there's something called the um, adoption of innovation curve. I don't know if you know it. So you get early, early adopters, then you get early majority, then you get late majority, then you get laggards. So this curve is, we've just gone through this so quickly. We've just, what they call crossing the chasm, which is you go from a few people trying it out because it's novel to you've proved it and it works really well. So that's happened very quickly because of COVID. So now what's happening is we're seeing a new company claiming to do what we do, turning up every week, right? And unfortunately, it makes it, makes it very noisy in, 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 in the marketplace. Um, what we're doing because of that, and, you know, we, we're in pole position. We've got some of the biggest brands. We have international deals with, you know, like some Microsoft, um, you know, massive deals with Samsung, you name it, right? So we're, we're already kind of at the top, but we have to defend our position. The only way to do that is to pump shitloads of money into it. So it's for, so loads of money into the business, uh, marketing, sales teams. You know, we've got a bunch of guys in, in North America now. And... It is just rapid growth. So how do we do it? Well, we need to take a huge, a huge, um, a, the largest investment round to date is coming into the business, hopefully in the next month or so, uh, which is good. Yeah. 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 Well, domination. That's what we're going for. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's the key in it. Um, but yeah, Andre, thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on the podcast. It's been a pleasure to learn more about the man behind a successful brand, but unfortunately we have to come to an end, but before we do, what would be one life, uh, one life lesson you would give to your younger self or someone listening that can learn from your experiences? Yeah, I'd say to my younger self, um, just just instill unwavering belief. You know, we've we fostered this, my co-founder and I fostered this over the years, but you can achieve anything if you genuinely believe it. Um, the, the, the warning is be careful what you wish for, right? So you can do it if you really want to, you know, yeah, definitely. Never stop believing is the uh, is the motto there, I think. Uh, but to find out more about Going Store and how uh, live video retail experiences have benefited millions of customers around the globe, you can visit the website www.goingstore.com. All our previous episodes of the podcast are available on all major audio platforms. You can follow us on our various social media platforms at, social, at podcast PBB. Join us next time for a brand new episode of People Behind Brands, where we go in search of more life lessons from the world of business. So that's it for this episode of People Behind Brands. I'd love to hear from you all, so if you want to get in touch, follow us on our social media platforms. If you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to our exclusive content now. Join us next time for a brand new guest on the podcast as we explore yet more life lessons from the world of business. We'll see you soon.